Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. It is our Ant-Man and the Wasp special, and as we teased last week, obviously it is just going to be myself, Christian Blatt, and Jeff DeRay. Uh, obviously, uh, Will Sterling didn't see the... Wait a minute! Look who's in here! Hey, everybody! <laughs> not. Uh, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. That's, uh, that was a scheduling thing on, on my part. I was just like, yeah, well, we'll do it uh, Monday at night. We're actually recording at night. Yes. We usually record in the in the early well, actually the late morning. This is, is great for me. Time. This Obviously, is not I as good for me. The text. Oh, okay, yeah, that's this true. is you nighttime is not as good for oh, me. Oh, you're not yeah. a single man. Yeah, yeah, I am not. Um, but here's a way in which it is good. Uh, William, right in front of you is a red bag. Yes. It is indeed the red bag of courage. <laughs> if you would like to open it, I would uh, like to there open are it. some selections. Ooh. Thanks to our friend Jeff Winstead. Look at he this. has some, uh, I believe it's a Lone Star? What? No, it's not Lone Star. What's the name uh, of that beer company? This one? Yeah, just there's Lone a Lone Rider. Lone Rider, because yeah. I knew Lone Star is a different mm, beer. Sweet so there's Josie? a few in there. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's like a brown uh, some, ale, yeah, a pale Shotgun lager. Betty is a Hefeweizen. Ooh, sweet. Well, done. So, uh, perfect. And, and we got the tall boys. I will have, what would you like, Christian? Uh, let's see. I'll have the, the, good, the, bad, uh, and the I'll have the brown ale, the sweet Josie. Oh, black IPA. Yeah. And there's a hoppy one. Yep. You don't like the hoppy. I don't like the hoppy. Okay. So, uh, wait, wait. Not yet, Jeff. Jeff, hold on. Hang on. Now, in it's a classic What's a black IPA? Classic black cast fashion. Not the way we do when we record the show at 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, when we have beers. Usually if there's a, an opening of a can, it's a Sprite and a Diet Coke. But, uh, that's what we want the listeners That's what we think. want the listeners to think. But yeah. uh, for right now on three, two, one. It is indeed a drinking black cast. That was a great. That was, and, it's never been a sound better than that. Uh, uh, I mean. Oh, my God. Once it hits your lips. <laughs> so <laughs> Anyway, so here we are, and we're uh, at After Buzz on a like Monday that. night. This is good. People hear this on Wednesday or later. That's funny. Up to them. We're at After Buzz, but this is pre Buzz. This is some. This is definitely pre Buzz. <laughs> after Buzz is drunk. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and the the beauty of Will Sterling living, I don't know, five minutes away means that I can be fifteen yeah. minutes late and have it not be a big yeah, deal. And we actually uh, we're just getting set up in the studio, so everything worked out. And most importantly, we're able to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, yes. which Jeff and I saw together. Yes, we did. This also means, before I forget, that you're now going to text Will before each podcast for like a few months. Which I used to yeah. do for Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, you remember it's today, no, right? So no, he's going to do what I have to do to my <laughs> podcast host, which is when I remind them that they have stuff, I say today, Monday, or I say tomorrow, yeah. Tuesday. Like oh, I, I always write that in every I, single text. I learned that in producing radio was you say, you know, 
tomorrow, Tuesday, and the date. And then mm-hmm. I would uh, write out the time. And I and I made one mistake once with an ET for Eastern time instead of Pacific time. So after that, I always wrote out Eastern time. I actually wrote out the word. Okay. So that because then I Somebody you can't do the type by the ET. No, it was my mistake. I like, did, why is he I, referencing a classic did, Spielberg movie? Yeah, exactly. Why Why does it say 9 p.m. Hook? Like, that didn't even make sense. <laughs> so yeah, it's just you have to like spell everything out and. What I said to Jeff, when you weren't here right at 9 p.m. when we were said we would meet, I'm like, oh, Will doesn't know about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're always so punctual. I'm trying and to be. If, and I live so close that it's you, like that's no the reason. Thing. Yeah. That's, and I live so close, too. I'm but glad yeah, I'm I always, didn't like accidentally like be like, yeah, I'm free tonight. Get beers with somebody. And I'm yeah. like not around. Well, here's the thing. You're getting beers with us. Yeah. Listen, so this is even better. Jeez. It worked out. Uh, so Jeff and I went to see the movie on yes. Friday. Yeah. And, you know, Friday... I was supposed to go. Yeah, I was going to say... You were able to return yeah. the ticket? Yeah, it's very easy with AMC. They're, okay. they're not a sponsor of the Black Cast, but I'll let you know that with their app, you can do a refund, and they, it, you can highlight how many tickets do you want to refund. Like, oh, you can do one, two, or three. And I just like, I just want a refund from one of them. I was supposed and to it take, be there. It takes seven days to get processed. Oh, so fuck. there's, like, still, like, thirteen ninety nine that's floating around up in the sky for me. But still I'll get you, it back. I still owe you $11. Oh, I have ten dollars right now. All right, you know what? I can pay you for I, I solo. Might, I might just take take the cash. I'll, I'll take the hit of a dollar <laughs> if it means I can get the cold hard money for solo. The windfall. Yeah. So uh, Jeff and I went to see it, but Will, you didn't come. Oh, you didn't go to the movie uh, for good reason, was, though, because you were uh, getting a fitting f- at a fitting for a, a pilot that I booked. Yeah, and it then shoot till next week. But you were also recording an. Audiobook. I started recording an yeah. audiobook. Well, that's what I mean. That was part of what you were this doing. Is, God, it's taking so much longer than I anticipated. Is but the book War and Peace? It's the first time. Um, it's The Shining. Is it really The Shining? No, God, could you imagine? Yeah, no, I was. I, Stephen I was, King has like his guy that does all his audiobooks. That, I, I was really excited for you. Um, no, a former, a friend of mine, a former film professor, wrote a book, and I've been, I've always wanted to do an audiobook. So I said. Hey, can I just do your audiobook? And I thought that he's gonna be like, yeah, and I was just gonna do it like go into podcast one or do it at home or something and make it like really soundproof. Yeah. But he's like, oh, I got access to this cool theater. You know, the Coenga Pass DG Entertainment. You pass that building mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, it's a bunch of sound recording studios and stuff. So his buddy works here. We get to use the booth for free, and nobody really has used it for like months. This one tiny recording booth. Yeah. So we're gonna be in there when everything's said and done. We'll have probably we probably will have spent like. 40 hours doing this audio book. So, and it's only going to be like a, maybe an 8 to 10 hour book. When I write yeah. my book, will you do the audio book for of, me? Of course. All mm-hmm. right, great. Sorry, Jeff. I'm asking him first. If he had said no, though, I was about to ask you. Wow. Like, Welcome I'll have you <laughs> to my know. autobiography. I'll have you know that I, too, actually have done an audio book before. You have? That's a true story. Have you read it? Or did yeah, you I, I it? did okay. the voice for an audio book in sixth grade or wow. fifth or sixth grade. It was complete bullshit in the sense that I just did it like with my friend. We recorded where the wild things are for like poor kids or something. It was like a charity uh, thing. So we like made cassette recordings of me reading through where the wild things were and sent out a bunch of them in this like charity drive. Where the wild things were. That was before they were. That was now they're extinct. Mm -hmm. It's the sequel. Well, the wild things were. (laughs) It's about global global, impacts of global warming. (laughs) It was the precursor to global warming actually did in all of the wild things. The land of where the wild things Have you not seen the end of the show Dinosaurs? Oh, global warming like killed them, right? Yeah, yeah. Our our friend Gene Beretta, his brother was Earl the Dinosaur on that show. 
Yeah, so you see, little things that we learned there. Um, yeah, so Where the Wild Things Are, you did the book for poor kids. Yeah. So how sad were you when like a month later the book of Where the Wild Things Are showed up at your house and you're like, oh, we recorded it for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I just played with the latch key in my while. <laughs> Uh, and everybody won. Anyway, so I feel like uh, Latchkey Kid is a, is a reference that only people up to about Will and Mai's age. I had, would I, get. Think, I was. No, I, like you'll know the rep. I'm saying oh, right, I think right, people right. younger than us wouldn't even no, understand that. They'd be like, what I, I the have, fuck is that? I yeah. have used that term uh, around the uh, the millennials, the twenty somethings, and no, I don't think they know what it means. We, I was a Latchkey Kid. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. I was Me not. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually have the thing, but yeah. But I mean, what it actually it was means. the what it stood for. Yeah. yeah, I had a key, and my parents were never home. I don't mm-hmm. think I knew anyone that was the literal, that was the Nailed literal. It. <laughs> I don't think I knew anyone that was the literal latchkey kid. Like you're talking about the actual device. You Maybe know? like a janitor's son would yeah. have that. <laughs> yeah, but they have like a thousand keys, and they're like, "Is this one getting me into my house? Nope. Shit. Can I get into my house? Nope. What about this one? Uh." Uh-uh. Anyway, so that's what we thought about Ant Man. Thanks for tuning in, mm-hmm. and uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, so. I know uh, Jeff and I saw the movie, and uh, we had a lot of popcorn. You know that. <laughs> and I just how many said, you got the large? Did you get so, a refill? Oh, up I got front? the refill. Yeah, but I had. See, there's the thing. Do they know? Are they like it's fine? Well, do they? They, they were. But the lady at the counter asked the people before us if they wanted their refill right away, yeah. and they said yes. And then she didn't offer it to me, <sighs> and I'm like, "You're gonna make me ask, aren't you?" And I'm like, "You know what?" I ain't too proud to beg, especially for popcorn. Yeah. So uh, I did ask. When it cost them fifteen cents. When, when I say, "Can I? Can I have the box?" That yeah. is either a me too moment, right. or yeah. it oh means that I would like my <laughs> refill right away. Give me the box. Yeah. The, Come the, on, give me the box. This may just be like narcissistic Jeff rearing his ugly head. But uh, my guess is that she just wanted to extend the interaction because she was really staring at me when we left, oh, like after the bathroom. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was just kind of like, why are you hard looking at me for eyes. like too long? Is it, the, is it the really, really skinny girl? No, this is at the... You know who I'm a- talking about? You've been to the AMC enough. But this is the AMC 8 inside oh, the mall. Oh, not the 16. This isn't the 16. Okay. Yeah, but I do know the question you're talking about. <laughs> you know, Jeff, when you talked about that, right up until you said she was really staring at, and then you used the word me, and I was like, oh, yeah, of course they weren't looking at me. And it just it made me sad. No, but it you know was what? you. It was you the yeah, whole time. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but the thing that didn't make me sad. She was you like, both damn. were lucky I wasn't there. You, uh, no, that's true. I mean, no offense, Jeff. But, I would have uh, gotten three refills at once. Oh, you would have carried it between your backs. I would have rung her bell. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I think that uh, the thing that didn't make me sad was... Will wouldn't have even had to ask for the box. He just would have been. She just would have started taking a quote. Yeah, I mean, it's, right it's closer over. to you than it is to me, so you just go ahead. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. Uh, so uh. I know that the movie itself was fun as well, and uh, we will, uh, you know, Jeff and I will share our thoughts. But what I don't know Eventually. is, Will, you originally were like, yeah, you know, just in last week's episode, you're yeah. like, I'm not that excited yeah. about it, but you weren't like but opposed I really to loved it. The first one. Yeah, I remember mm. how much you liked the first yeah. one. So uh, there wasn't uh, anything about it in the promo materials that I thought was really like, oh, cool. The new one or the old one? The new one. Okay. Except for Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, it takes two to make a thing go right. I mean, that song being in it made me more excited for yes. it. I don't know, it's just me. Yeah. So, all right. Um, yes, but so based on marketing, I was like, okay. I mean, I knew I would see it eventually, but I yeah, wasn't sure. like, ah. But then when you were like, hey, let's go, I was like, okay. I was free at the time. Yeah. And then since I knew you guys were going to see it, I went actually that Friday night and saw it at like 10 p.m. 
because that way I was up man, to speed. Man, can I not do a 10 p.m. movie? It's just, <laughs> you know, even a movie I'm excited for. So, like, the cutoff, I think, is, like, 9.30. Okay. So, like, I would have missed the that. That half-hour window just that, changes it, everything. It, no, well, it doesn't fucking start until 10.20. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah it's, it, and at that theater, we had a solid... 20, 30 minutes? Of, I think we had 30 oh minutes God, of previews uh, yeah. and stuff. Way too many I went to the, yes. the, my, my, my stomping ground, the you Cinemark. Went to, yeah, I like that Cinemark. Comfy chairs. I yeah. got the movie pass over there. It's okay. like their version of it. It doesn't seem like that big of a thing, but I get one free ticket a month. Okay. And 20% discount on all. Uh, you know that. We went to go see Solo. But I forgot we didn't that. Get anything. We did, but I get 20% right. off all concessions. I know. As, as Jeff found out the hard way that I didn't get popcorn that morning. And... Uh, <laughs> You were very, very angry at me it's because like, you hadn't eaten. You're like, the only thing you can count on. Oh, that's on, right, because we came right over yeah, here to record. The only thing that you can count on me for is to get popcorn, and then I didn't do it, though. Also, if we took an outing and I had to buy tickets, I can get all the tickets for $9 instead of, like, $16 if we oh, saw it. Right. Well, what do we need an outing to at this point? Is what there, are you, like, Cinemark Marin? Well, I used to have movie pass. Cinemark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> Cinemark Marin, yeah, WTF. Not to uh, be what confused with uh, his cousin Cinnabon. <laughs> I'm, not, was, uh... I'm not. I refuse. I, I'm not, I will not get the bell for that. If you want to reach over and get it yourself, <laughs> give the old reach around. Yeah, give yeah. the old reach around. Uh, so you saw it at uh, 10 o'clock, and uh, you basically went to see it because of the black cast? Well, because I knew we were going to try to talk about it next yeah. week, and I was intending on seeing it with you guys in the afternoon. That's so because I couldn't see it. Are you eating popcorn right no, fucking now? I just want to show you. Was that on purpose, yeah, or were yeah, you going to eat it? No, I thought it was. Co- mugs full of popcorn? Yeah, well, because they didn't have the bags. Oh, okay. Anyway, so um, you were going to go see it because you knew we were going to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then, so I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, we'll see. Maybe they hit a lot of cool stuff by not showing it in the marketing. Okay. Do you feel that they hit a lot of cool stuff by not Absolutely showing it? Absolutely not. Okay. Because yeah. I think that there was, there was some cool stuff in the trailer, but... That was the cool stuff in the movie, like the big salt shaker and stuff. Yeah. And in the, in the I would Pez. say that I really like the movie, but those gags were new in the last one. The the size changing stuff, yeah. it was really cool in the in last one. the first one. one. And I, I, it's not like I didn't like it in this, but it's not a surprise. Right. You know what I mean? It was like when you see that first one, you're just like, oh, wow, this is really cool. This is different. This is like not what I expected. Yeah. This was more of the same. I do like the characters. I especially like... Scott Lang, mm-hmm. I think he's great. I, this is my favorite part about the movie, is that, and you will come to find out how I feel about it. Uh, but he was vo- vocalizing all of my frustrations. Yeah, where I feel like it's funny because it's it's uh, Paul Rudd, but it's also an acknowledgement of lazy writing. But he was like, "What are we talking about? What does that even mean? Yeah. What like always?" And I was like, Haha, "That's like yeah. that's how I feel well, right now in this moment." And I did like when he would be like, "Oh yeah, that's what I thought we would do." Like yeah. he's very consistently like, you know, I mean, Hank Pym always was like a brilliant scientist, great, mm-hmm. but Scott Lang was not, and the don't pretend that he is. You right? Know? I I don't I you know it's he like, can put the suit on and use the suit yeah. and fight, but Which he's not the inventor. It's kind of great for all of us to yeah. just know that we could put on that suit. You and, could be Ant Man. I would like to be Ant-Man. I mean, look, if 72-year-old Michael Douglas can be Ant-Man, then I, I feel pretty good it's about... True. Well, maybe not me, but 30-year-old Will Sterling absolutely could be Ant-Man. <laughs> you know? If 40-something-year-old Paul Rudd can be Ant-Man. I mean, I think he, he had a trainer. He was so. pretty... Yeah. Uh, all right. So, in general, where is it on the fine scale, which is the official Will Sterling <laughs> uh, ratings grade system? It is, it's, it is just one step below fine. Okay, so it's not just so fine. Fin. 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 
What was the thing um, to say? Fun. And <laughs> we didn't I talk. I had a lot of fun. We didn't fun. talk to you. <laughs> we didn't talk to you about it, but you very much disliked Deadpool 2. Did you like this better than that? Or is it about the same? Uh, I think I like this better than that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can I can sort of see because I remember not on the I, podcast you telling me what your problems were with Deadpool 2. That's so. right. I didn't. You guys talked about that on your own, right? Yes. We went. The we, people, we the people, just... all the people love Deadpool 2. No one wants to hear that I didn't like it. So no, I won't even go I, on. I'm interested. I was interested in you not liking it. It's and... the Hangover 2 is what it felt <laughs> okay. like. And I, it's maybe, all the okay, same look, jokes. May, maybe it's the Hangover 3. Mm. But nothing is a Hangover Two. <laughs> I mean, I use that uh, metaphorically because I actually never saw the Hangover Two. Did you see Hangover Three? No. Good for you on both counts. Good for <laughs> but I just—it was like that, it was like okay, I'll say it was like Home Alone Two. Okay. You know, it's like all the same uh, thing. Yeah. You with like different mouth. variables. Uh, I lost, like, you are lost in New York right, right I like now Home because Alone Two. Here's, here's Trump great. is in it. Here's <laughs> our, the president. The president our great in, president is in Home Alone Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to make America Home Alone again. Yeah. But you know what the example is that we <laughs> can use? Every kid should make traps. Because we live. We call tweet. it a trap house. That's what we call it. I'm pretty sure he used uh, <laughs> answers to how people felt about his actions in that movie on his Secretary of Education. Devos was just like, yeah, fuck kids. Leave I also them. like that you call her Devos. Sounds like Davros. Yeah, and no, I no, appreciate no. that it's more actually, than Davos. It's actually, we are not men. We are Devos. Devos. She is Davros. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, when trouble comes along, she can whip it. But what I would say is... <laughs> I, guess I always get us way, no, way off track. What, look, so she's bringing it, capital look, punishment back so to school. We always get us Devos must whip way it. off track. Yeah. Uh, so Sorry. wait, were we <laughs> talking about problems with Deadpool now? I, I lost uh, track. We, we can move on from the Deadpool. No, thing. no, no. I think it's it's interesting. You know that you you. Uh, it works really, really well oh, the first time. So I know the example that I was going to make, and I got distracted because I was really proud of my Devo joke that no one else was, but that's fine. Uh, somebody listening, I'll appreciate it. Uh, was that the example I wanted to use? Is a movie that we live tweeted mm-hmm. Die Hard 2. Yes. The problem with Die Hard 2 was you have his wife under contract. You have the TV reporter under contract. Yeah. They don't need to be in the movie. No. And then also the movie was garbage. But, uh, you know, and he, dare he, you. He, calls, he, calls Reg, he calls Reginald Vell Johnson, you know, he call and he's like, That's, and none of it makes he's just on the phone with him. It's just like, you can't even, and. I love that asshole on the plane though, who gets punched. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Dick Thornburg. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like, they're just doing all the same things. And that's why I like, my second favorite Die Hard movie is hands down Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, because it wasn't because a Die Hard. Script. It wasn't Die Hard script, and they just adapted it to it. And Jeremy Irons is great in it, but mm-hmm. I think that Jeremy Irons. that's a great story. And Sam Jackson comes in and is yeah. like John McClane. Well, 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 well. 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 That's let where me he... tell you about the Avengers Initiative. Yeah. Well, maybe that's not how it happened. Judging based on all the movies Bruce Willis is making these days, he does not deserve to be in the Avengers. Oh. Wow. Yeah, he's got something. He just keeps making like shitty direct-to-DVD really action bad movie after or no, shitty movie. Did his movie. Death Wish already come out? Yes. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, you and did? I and did. You were the only one. It was stupid, <laughs> uh, as you could imagine. Uh, it was. Uh, I mean, it was fine. Honestly, it was oh, just kind of fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was. It was pretty it was much fine. what you expected. It was just kind of. Uh, it was funny because when I decided to rent it, everybody 
it was my buddy Steven and Natasha were like, "What? Why do you want to watch that movie?" Did you read box it? Yeah. yeah. Nobody else wanted to watch it but me. I, I like, would have been like, "By the way, watch it." it, it you could have definitely texted me. I probably wouldn't have been able to get away from the kids, but I would have wanted to watch it because I, I still kind of want to see it. <laughs> no, that's you don't. how much I like Bruce it, Willis. You know what? It's definitely gonna come out on like fucking HBO or one of those because it's one of those throwaway two-hour movies that you can just kind of like put on and nobody's going to be like so annoyed by it that they'll stop watching yeah but they definitely won't finish it and be like well what a great film <laughs> uh, so yeah I, i'm sure it'll come out on a on an on-demand platform sooner than later uh but back to Probably. deadpool 2 which we're not having yeah. the episodes talking no. about did you did you were there any redeeming qualities in that movie for you i Will? really like that they stole the song the score track from logan where he dies. Oh, yeah. That was actually nicely don't, done. Don't be yeah. what they made you. And they play it when he's dying. And I was like, I don't know how many people are going to know that. It's in the credits. So yeah. they had to like cite it. Yeah. But I don't know how many people. Because I love that track from Logan. I listened to it all the fucking time. So as soon as it started playing, I was like, they fucking stole. Oh, no, they did this on purpose. Yeah. That is a high. Because for me, that's so inside baseball. Yeah. That that's the best part of the whole movie. Um, how did you feel about Deadpool uh, stopping Ryan Reynolds from making the Green Lantern movie. I don't care. I know. Because I know it's you like that movie. I thought it was kind of a well, funny thing. I, if I, I haven't seen Green Lantern in so many years. I'm sure I would go watch it today and be like, oh, fuck, this movie. Of well, course. you'll probably just be frustrated because it, it could have been a lot better. Mm -hmm. It was not going to fit into the, the dark It was Snyder in that verse. weird like, middle yeah. point of even superhero movies. Can you imagine Ryan Reynolds just being like shoved into the Justice League movie? Like imagine having him alongside all the other bullshit. Judging by how Justice League turned out, he might as well have been. Might as well have been. <laughs> yeah. uh, was that before Iron Man? Or no. I, okay. Iron Man but was before Iron Man 2, I bet. Yeah. No. No, Because it was after came Iron out in 2011. Oh, okay. That's, hmm. That was a year before Avengers. Summer and of... So were we at... We were past Dark Knight... I just graduated college, so summer of 2010. So we were past Dark Knight... It, yes. But we didn't have Dark Knight Rises yet. Correct. Okay, so we were... So they didn't know... So, you know, so it's like, here you have this sort of like light-hearted Green Lantern movie, and then they're like, well, we're going to make another Batman movie. These cannot coexist. It was just cheap, you know? Like, it just... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the score from Logan's the only thing. Like, what about... I mean, I... What about the LGBTQ friendliness of Negasonic TDH Warhead? I laughed at a lot of the things, and I laughed at him kind of like... Every time he saw Yukio, hi. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was that was great. Pr that was pretty good. Um, yeah. Hi, Yukio. Um, hi, Wade. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And some of the, and also some of the times when he like would call out like how PC that they had to be. Yes, I thought was funny because yes, I try to be as inclusive as I can be, but I still have feeling like I still when people want it to be overly, I can still recognize what that looks like, sure. and that mm -hmm. also doesn't function storytelling wise either. So it was always funny when he was like, "Oh look, we have like all these boxes are checked." I thought those were fun. Uh, and apparently, we need to uh, put down the spoiler curtain for Deadpool two, even though this is the Ant Man and the Wasp episode. <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a big spoiler about Deadpool right now. Mm -hmm. So what did you think about the gag of like, "Oh my God, X Force! It's Shatterstar, who's a real character. He's long shot." And they all brother. died. Yeah, and they all died. Did you find fine. that funny? Because okay. I, I laughed because I was not expecting it. And I, I laughed, that. yeah. And the Brad the Pitt cameo guy, was kind yeah. of like a nice, you know, it's like it's almost like a South Park cameo. I didn't know like, it was Matt Damon yeah. in the other one. Because <laughs> they true. put makeup on him, so you didn't know. Yeah. But I, I felt very, I thought the ending was fucking stupid, and then he goes back in time and changes everything. It was like, great, so we never needed this movie. Yeah, that sweet. sounds... Sweet. 
there's no sounds stakes. like there's a man from Krypton that did that at the end of one of his movies. <laughs> so I'm just gonna make that. I, 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 yeah, but that movie I didn't has have Christopher that, Reeve. I didn't in have it. that packed in my pocket that I was waiting to say. It's that. also, it's said also it. a forty something years old. Also a much better movie. I will say that the the first two. I Superman, just rewatched the first Superman a couple months ago. And the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. I still don't really like that ending. No, and the ending's not great, but that was no. supposed to be the ending for Superman 2, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just feel like Superman 2... Oh, that's right. In the Donner cut, you see that he ending. He does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It's interesting. But uh, yeah, I think that Superman 2 is a little frustrating because it's like as cool as like Zod and everybody is. There's a lot of more problems with that movie. Also, even as a kid. So like Superman 2, I don't know. I was like six. I was under 10. Yeah. And I was like... I get it. Like she's a girl, and you like her, but you wouldn't stop being Super, Superman yeah, for Margot Kidder. Come on, I, you know, I, on, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but, uh, you but know, maybe, maybe for Amy Adams, isn't that also <laughs> an evolution of how we view romances and relationships, just in general as a society, between the times that the first Superman came out and now? Because back then, it was completely acceptable to have an idea that a woman grew up and her entire focus was on her family. There was nothing shameful or weird about that. But there should have been... Oh, wait. Well, the fun part is that that Lois' entire focus is on her job. And Superman makes the sacrifice to, like, give up the... I just... That's... they, look at what they did way back in the day. They were so forward. That's that's Superman for you. Yeah. Right? Like Luke Cage would say, always forward. Yeah, but you don't know? you, like, haven't we come around to the idea of, like, hey, don't don't ever do that. Do you. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed do to. Do you and let other people to, fit in A relationship is supposed to be two identities becoming one, but also retaining their individuality. Listen, yeah. as, anyway. the, uh, as the old married guy in the room, let Everybody's me tell you, let me tell you something. skipped ahead that's off right. all this. It's fine. Uh, as the old married guy in the room, let me tell you. <laughs> Not that. That's what Bajanski would say. Yes. Yeah. Will I edit that out? Probably not. <clears throat> we'll see. Please don't. But what I... Okay. Hey, if you were it's offended by in. that, at Will Sterling underscore, that's the reason why it's in there. Happy bro. Yeah. If your girl, your woman, yeah. is okay yeah. with you giving up being Superman, that's when you realize, she, oh, she's not the one for me. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because I'm fucking Superman. Superman. And think of all the good that you can do as Superman versus Clark Kent. Uh, but I will posit that Superman is looking for a reason to give up being Superman because being Superman is too difficult. And I don't mean too difficult like, oh, it's hard. I mean, like, people don't do that story with Superman enough, which is like how emotionally fucking taxing it must be to hear everybody being yeah. killed and raped well, in the that, world. That no, a- they did it. It's called the Zack Snyder, Snyder ones, and everyone hates seeing that's the true. reality of being I Superman. Love, I love that, that was movie. kind of an interesting <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was like, why do you like him? Like, because that's the Superman I needed when it came out. Yeah. And I still kind of need it because he makes me That was the interesting thing about Action Comics 1000, which I told you I read uh, yeah. on my trip to Knoxville, yes. was that there, there, were, there was a good story about, you know, basically... How he's like distracted by everything, and then he—you read it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And Spo- spoilers from no, issues three to make sure. Ago. I didn't want to mention ah. it in case you hadn't, for whatever reason. Me of all people and didn't. He's read. like at the, the the unveiling of a statue or whatever, and he's like, "Wait, there's something going." Oh, wait, no, there's not. He and then can't. like yeah. Lois, like engineered, like everyone in the Justice League and like all the other superheroes were like taking care of all the things yeah. that he would have been doing in right. the space of like I don't know a half an hour. Right. And I just I thought it was good, and that. Reading that book, that was a lot of, you know, it's a collection of short stories, so maybe that's what helped. Yeah. But to me, I was just like, see, these are Superman that I like. Right. And a lot of times, 
I don't know, I'll read a Superman and I'm like, he's okay. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I don't know, I sort of like that. And I, I was intrigued with uh, where that was going, but uh, you're making me think that that Jim Lee uh, series is, uh, is not. It's not Jim Lee. Jim Lee just did some designs and covers oh, okay. and stuff, but uh, it's uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. He's, he's being he's... paid an exorbitant amount of money to turn in the most average fucking reboot that has been like they just finished that Man of Steel six part thing. Do you DC think he was like it's Brian so Michael Bendis over stupid and <laughs> underwhelming? Do you think that he took an old Jessica Jones script and just did find and replace and turned it into a Superman script uh, and probably. that's why Luke Cage is gonna give him uh, some anal pleasure? Peter <laughs> Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason have been writing him since Rebirth and they did such a fucking good job between Superman and Action Comics, such an incredible job. And Bendis came along and they put two page spreads in every issue. Bendis is coming. Blah blah blah. And you read this six-issue story, and you're like, sweet, who fucking cares? Yeah, meanwhile, Marvel <laughs> Comics pays Chris Claremont to not write. To not write comics. What? He does, like, because they have him on, like, a retainer, oh, and they throw him a couple things a year, like the X-Men wedding special. Because they don't want him to go somewhere. Which I really will not veer off the topic any further and talk about. We'll talk about that in a Black Hat's okay. very We've soon. already gone from Deadpool yeah. to Superman now. I We're know. so off track. <laughs> it's this, supposed to be about this, how I don't like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is, this is very really. close <laughs> to becoming our, our not Ant-Man and the Wasp episode. <laughs> but here's the thing. The spoiler curtain has really not come down yet unless you haven't seen Deadpool 2, Jeff Winstead. But most people oh, have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most people have it's seen Deadpool 2. It's hot Palm Springs, Jeff. Yeah, Get out of your it, fucking house. Uh, it was 118 the other day, and Going I texted to the theater. him. Yeah, it's but cool. he, he had like gone to like cool off in North Carolina or somewhere, which is also very hot this time of year. But it, it's better than he went to cool I mean, off in North Carolina. The other side, you of could the go and cool off on the sun. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of the key for when Jeff and I saw Man and the Wasp. It was literally the hottest day in the history of Burbank. It was 113 degrees. Dave had a heat stroke for the most part. Not, oh, not like no. a major heat stroke, oh. but like he didn't eat for almost two days. No. And was so it was I was like so fucking worried. I was no, so I would to be take too. him to the vet. But so, I made him some chicken and rice and okay. started eating again. And then he didn't need he's to go to the now. vet. No, right, he's, he's fine. good now. He's back to his old Dave self. For it's well, he's still low. He's still sluggish I, I could have I could have brought some of my popcorn to him because uh, yeah, it was so hot that I it's true Jeff I didn't finish it either I, I wanted to finish it and I, was I entitled to like another refill or are they just like one refill but they don't mark the the container like some places will like write on the bag so that they don't like a parking enforcement person sure. with a chalk on your tire I'm pretty sure well I'm pretty sure that girl would have given you a thousand oh. uh, she, uh, popcorn she wanted me to pop her corn anything for you Mr. Jeff <laughs> Anything for you, Mr. J. Oh, my, Mr. It J. is hot in this AMC. So it would have taken a lot for me to not be happy with the movie uh, <laughs> because it was 113. And, you know, the this is a little inside for it, people that don't go to the mall in Burbank. There's a parking structure, oh, which yeah. is great because it's shaded, whereas when you go to the 16, the AMC 16, you're you going to be walking. Away. Yeah, you have yeah. to walk further away. Uh, there's like a little bridge that's in the sun. And that's the only time that I was outside, like outside, outside. And I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. <laughs> and I was inside. And I'm like, oh. And, but that's the best thing about that mall, too. You walk in. And within a minute, you're like, oh, Dairy Queen. But <gasps> my I didn't. I, I did. love Dairy Queen. It's really more than uh, Jack in the Box uh, Oreo cookie shake. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what Come I thought. Come on, no, no. But a blizzard, uh, maybe. I do love a blizzard. Maybe. But Dairy Queen is so infrequent that See, Jack, the Oreo cookie shake became the staple because it was right across the street from me. Here's a problem to backtrack another year to another movie that you didn't like. Yeah. 
the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy oh, Volume 2. Oh. Is just the, about to say, Dairy Queen sequence. Seed yeah. behind oh, a Dairy I guess Queen. I should watch the first five minutes. Just watch the first five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I have it's it. It's probably actually. on YouTube. No, I have it. So, like, I don't don't look for it on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Oh, can, do, you have a, do you have a Blu-ray player? I or do. Did you? I well, do. I just don't it's know. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, oh, is it? There you go. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Well, I'm not going to stay away from my Blu-rays. Don't touch my Blu-rays. Anyway, we've talked for about a half an hour. <laughs> Not about And we this. have talked a little because bit. Because this is what I do. I come no. in and I fuck okay, it up. So here's the thing. With this my opinions about other things in, that don't matter. In no way is this what you do. This is what we do. Because <laughs> you're talking about you do you. No, we do we. Do all right? You. Let me go ahead and point out that we are, in a sense, talking about Ant-Man and Wasp. And here's why. Because Ant-Man and Wasp heavily relies on the idea of a quantum zone, or mm-hmm. quantum mm-hmm. being the state of both being and not being. So we are both talking about Ant-Man and Wasp and not talking about Ant-Man and Wasp from a quantum's perspective. So, Is there such a thing as not being in the quantum realm? What is not being? Well, we're not in the quantum realm right now, right? So it's like Schrodinger's cat, where it's oh, both boy. in a state of aliveness and deadness. So when you before you open the box, okay. it's alive and it's mm-hmm. dead. That's good. Okay. I see what so saying. right now, before we open the box, there's a chance that Will didn't hate Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. See? You but won't know until we you don't ask. know until we find out. But yeah. that's what we're going to do right now as we dive into the old Ant-Man and the Wasp here on the Black Cast. All right. Well, I'll start. But wait. First, can we... Can we open some more oh, beers? Oh, that's true. We uh, we definitely got through the first round of beers. Because I'm thirsty. Now, these are, now there's an odd amount. Yeah. And this one is an IPA, which Christian is not. <laughs> yeah, that almost, almost was poured a... it into popcorn. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Mm. Does this mean I selfishly get the... Oh, fuck. No, Shit. no. I think you'll have to share some IPA with Jeffrey. So Jeff's going to get the most. Okay. Well, yeah. Because you can get half of both of those beers. <laughs> Am I getting just I, was, cleaned, I was worried I was about to get a, up a spill in this studio. I was worried I was about to get a King's Cup situation with like yeah. a half and half. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> no, I am not asking for that. <laughs> Anyways, so I was starting about Ant-Man and Wasp before I got so conveniently distracted by beer. I enjoyed it. I actually thought it was fun. I it had a lot less spectacle than the first one. Um, I think Christian made the point that We'd seen a lot of the gags before. However, I did think that with this movie, at least, the jokes work a lot better than maybe some of the other movies. Than in the first one or just in movies that have jokes? Then, like, case in point, Deadpool 2 has a lot of jokes. Then Marvel movies. Uh, okay. Than most Marvel movies in terms of jokes, like in the Marvel MCU, right? Because it just feels more natural. Like... Paul Rudd's delivery of his jokes that he wrote because he helped write Ant-Man and yeah. Wasp are a lot better. Like his, uh, I even said it right at the end of the movie when the credits re- uh, rolled, were rolling, whatever. Randall Park. I thought the dynamic between him and oh, Paul yeah. Rudd was hilarious in this movie. I thought that was one of the gems of the movie because usually, it, was, usually, it was jokes that normally wouldn't get reciprocated, but then Randall Park like stepped on it and it actually made it better instead you, of usually like your Marvel movie isn't gonna dwell in like long stretches of awkward comedy, but your Paul Rudd movies will. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that it's like more a Paul Rudd movie that happens to be a Marvel movie versus a Marvel movie with Paul Rudd in it. Because yeah, there's a lot of it. And uh, Randall Park is you know he's the dad from uh, the show Fresh Off the Boat. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who's a writer on that show, and uh, we, my wife and I enjoy that show, actually. And also, he was Kim Jong-un in the interview. Yes, he was. So uh, <laughs> He's I was... also going to be in the Aquaman movie. Is he really? Yeah, I keep cross-pollinating on these people. Lawrence yeah, Fishburne being one of them. Yeah. Wh- I wanted it? to make an off-collar joke, so I won't. 
<laughs> the bell is so far away from you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it was good. It was a lot of like the waiter. Did you want to have dinner? And it's like the sort of thing that goes on too long. But the fact that it's in this movie, this Marvel universe, this Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, the fact that it goes on too long, like a Family Guy gag, it it's refreshing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. oh, it's different. You yeah, know? the the two Ant Man movies feel very different. Like. You know, he's a little bit less tongue-in-cheek in Civil War, but even just having him around... Yeah, he was great. He was yeah. one of my favorite parts in Civil War. Yeah. I, I think, if anything, this movie is knocked by the fact that it came kind of relatively close to Infinity War and is meant to take place at the same time as Infinity War. I was thinking about this earlier um, mm. when we were recording. I wonder if it would have been cooler if this came out before Infinity War, still had the same ending... And we were all just left being like, what the fuck? You're talking about... So, spoiler alert. Now, the final official spoiler alert comes down after halfway through Spoiler curtain. (laughs) So, at the very end, when they all turn to dust, like they do in Infinity Gauntlet, uh, how interesting would it have been and how interesting would the debate have been if we saw this movie, had that ending, and had no explanation for it? So, we're all just like, what the hell? And then you have Infinity War, and you're like, oh, shit! That would have been the better reveal, yeah. Sure. Agreed. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. And, you know, I was talking about this on uh, Marvel TV Weekly, the show that I do Sundays on After Buzz. And uh, oh, my co-host definitely saw that coming. And I was just like... Of course. Oh. Who didn't fucking see that coming? I did not see that coming. When he went super small into the, okay, I'll just be right back out. Yeah. I, I don't know. As soon as, he, just... as soon as he's like, I'll be right back. I was like, they're doing a superfluous, non-necessary mission for garbage. They're going to die. Well, I'm wondering okay. if it's going to factor into the next movie because, as I stated with him being in the quantum zone and That's quantum being a state. Yeah, but I'm saying it's being a state of, of both being and, right. and unbeing. That's what I'm saying. That's why he What if all, all of the other people who disappeared from the universe also still exist in the quantum zone because it's mm. not a realm necessarily beholden to the oh, Infinity Stones? Doctor Strange saw this. Doctor Strange saw a lot of things, so he, he knew where this was all going. And it's interesting, though, because my thinking was that Ant-Man would be in Avengers 4. And, uh, you know, if he's still trapped in the quantum zone... It's but that gonna... plot line will definitely be a part of it. Yeah, no, it absolutely will. Yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, and I was thinking about it in terms of, from Marvel Comics, there are a ton of people who could get him out of the quantum zone. You got your Hank McCoy, the Beast, not in the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. Oh, yeah. You got your Reed, Rist- Reed Richards, Mr. Sure. Fantastic, not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, you do have Bruce Banner, who is a brilliant scientist. Mm-hmm. You also have Black Panther's sister. So you have two people who I think if they work together, they sure can, can do that. But how do they know to look for him? That's a question I don't quite have. He's got to send a message. Yeah, that's true. An a ant really, message. really tiny message. It's true. It would be a very tiny message. <laughs> um, but <laughs> to Jeff's point, yeah, I mean, we, we saw it together. There was a lot of fun. And uh, I wanted Ant-Man to be fun. I thought that Infinity War was really well done. It was great. You saw it twice. It's, uh, I don't want to be that uncomfortable for that long, you know, especially, you know, just like, I just, you saw Infinity War twice and you were uncomfortable? Would even knowing where it's going, it's just like, cause you just know it's like, you know how it ends, you know, you're just like, it's, yeah, it's, that's it's why a, I, when I saw Infinity War, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, as soon as it ended, I said, oh, great, I'll never watch this again. Not because I like didn't like it, but because I was like, this actually doesn't really serve a purpose outside of being part of this whole thing. And that's like, I don't really pick up certain comics or stories except for, a handful ever again. 
Which is why yeah, I'm like, why I, am I buying I mean, I just don't have time to, to reread uh, and rewatch right. a lot of right. things. But when I do, it's because I, I really like something. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, I would put, you know, and, and then there's also the part of me that's like, oh, I'll, I'll rewatch slash reread this with, you know, my kid or kids one day. That's sort of the expectation. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll see all the Marvel movies again at some point when they're age appropriate. I so. have rewatched. The first Avenger and Winter Soldier many, many times. I love both of those movies. Zero it, desire to ever watch Civil War again. The first mm-hmm. Avenger I have is the one that I've seen a couple of times. Uh, Civil War, I almost would just jump right to Spider-Man. Yeah. Just because I like him I so much. I don't need... I, don't I, mean, need, I hated the comic book story to begin with. Yeah. So there's a movie of it, and I'm like, sweet, that thing I hate. That's memorialized so, even more. No wonder you uh, didn't watch uh, Flashpoint on your television because that was another thing you didn't watch. No, like, right? that's the season when I quit watching. Yeah, I got halfway so, through too. season three and I was like, oh, I didn't this is stupid. Halfway. Yeah. I didn't even think I got, I got like a quarter maybe. And he, it, but I quit all the shows. Yeah. I was trying to watch everything and I was like, you know what? Never mind. You just don't like any of them? No, because the comics were good again. Right. That's yeah. right. I remember yeah. you explained that. So I think that. Uh, it was uh, I don't know. It was interesting. There's a there there's a fundamental flaw with the villain in Ant Man and the Wasp, where it's it's this character Ghost, and excuse me, Baba Yaga. Yeah, yeah, Baba Baba Yaga. Yaga. That was probably my fucking favorite yeah. part of the. Well, whole those movie. guys yeah. were great consistently. All the yeah. stuff about Truth Serum. Yeah, like I, I actually liked I the running the gags. Went like a little long, but sure, it was funny. but that's right. It's still yeah. funny. And yeah. The movie's under two hours, so right. it's like all right, it couldn't have gone. It was truth Serum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that stuff was great. Yeah, and the thing about Ghost, though, it's like, oh, you have this problem, and had you asked, they would have helped you. Yeah. And yeah. I did like there's a sort of so first of all I like I love that we got Goliath in a mm-hmm. movie and we didn't see him like as Goliath we saw him like after the fact but I'm glad was, that he's in a movie. Wait, which who's this? That's Lawrence Fishburne. Mm. That's Goliath. Okay, oh, he got big. Yeah, that's that's right. that's one of there's a few different giant man type characters. Okay. One of them's Hank Pym. One of them is actually Hawkeye. At one point he's giant man. What? So just a lot of things happen. Avengers four. Pym particles. Happen. Yeah. And yeah. it's just that's it makes you small, makes you big, whatever. But Goliath that's was back said. in the comics when it was just like twenty feet tall. Oh no. Yeah, right. What's exactly. a Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> Marvel TM and copyright. <laughs> comparing sizes. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny, actually. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. Lois cool. Lane already made that joke in Man of Steel. She was like, "Okay, if we're done, if we're done measuring well, dicks, well, I mean, if we're if we're gonna talk about, you know, movies that, that I, I won't ever see. Wait, Man of Steel or Batman for Superman? Man of Steel. She says the Man of Superman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she also says it in the porno remake, Man of Dude. Wood. Nice, man, mm. man in the woods. Should I? Yeah. No, I don't even. Okay, just whatever. <laughs> man of Wood. Uh, it's Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. You know, the, look, the ghost character's like, well, he's got a daughter we he kidnapped, and he's like, you know what?" I, here I am trying to help you and like no that's not cool and I'm like yeah I feel like a lot of times your adversaries slash villains in these movies they get to a point where they'll just do anything for their ends and there's no mm-hmm. talking them out of it and he's like look you do that I'm not going to help you and she's like alright well that's not really going to help let me let me uh, go lean on his idiot friends mm-hmm. you know and it's like let me find another way but uh, I, I don't know I think that uh, there was that added sort of an extra level to Goliath Lawrence Fishburne. Well, you also had the benefit of having Walton Goggins as yes. like the ultimate villain in so far as like he was the one who just wanted to do bad things. Yeah. Whereas Ghost was like this conflicted like 
I just want to live. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to die. All right, enough. I, God, how selfish of you. Walton Goggins is a great actor, but I love that his failsafe character persona is just the like the Southern guy. Yeah, I've, def- I've definitely seen him play this guy. That character, he's been that character many, many Thinly times. Thinly veiled gay Southern That's guy. That's an effeminate Southern man, yeah. Dear, come sit down next to me. Now, we had a deal. I do I love him in Vice Principals, though. Had a deal. No, I haven't seen Vice Principals. Oh, you should see Vice. My Principles. friend was a writer on that show, and it's I a still really haven't gotten it. Yeah, Tim Zicardo, past Black Cast guest, was a writer on Vice Principals, oh. and I have yet to watch it. I would like to, though. Anyway, uh, so you know, that that's and I don't know. It's uh, I just wanted to let the uh, it's a sharing report, of a yeah, beer. Share, that's <laughs> sharing is caring. Yeah, and I just think that uh, you know, I mean, the movie kind of revolves around that plot line, but then also. Rescuing Janet Van Dyne, the Wasp, who is you know an an underserved Marvel character, finally getting to show up in the movies. Um, I was sort of wondering, and I'll ask Will first about you know we see a lot of this de aging in movies, uh-huh. and uh, oh, they did a tremendous job. Yeah, Michael Douglas, you know, was basically like Fatal Attraction era Michael Douglas. He looked like that, and you know, yeah. she was like a little fabulous ra- Baker little more Boys. round, but yes. yeah. But like Fabulous Baker Boys, Michelle Pfeiffer too. Yeah. Like they really did a yeah. good job. Even Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Larry. Great. Larry Fishburne Sorry. looked great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think I don't know. And it's uh, you know we talked when we talked about Rogue One. We talked about how distracting the Grand Moff Tarkin was because he's but, all CGI. Yeah, he's a fucking this, dead actor. This I like, and he's a dead person, and it's good for <laughs> that they made alive again. Yeah, that's, that's never gonna look good. Did you know that the alternate <laughs> title for Rogue One was Weekend at Tarfies? <laughs> <laughs> But it's encouraging uh, <laughs> for Captain Marvel, where we know we're going to get a DH Luke Cage. No, not Luke Cage. Sorry, oh, it's very racist. Stop. Super racist. A DH Nick Fury. Oh, but they all look the same to you, Christian. <laughs> that's why, that's why as as I'm not the one who did the Capital yeah. One yeah. and yeah. Christian. Well, that is Fishburne. <laughs> we don't Funnily all enough. look the same. I do love that. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Nick Fury is going to be DH, and uh, Phil Coulson will also be uh, oh, DH. Coulson. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how uh, those that are done. Um, yeah, I thought they did a good job. And knowing that Kurt Russell's young makeup, wa- that was makeup, yeah. not CG in Guardians 2. So I think that a lot hmm. of it was probably makeup, probably a little bit of CG to emphasize, but I think they probably had the same makeup artist, I would assume. Yeah. Or at least consulted Somebody on the Disney payroll, for sure. Yeah. Sure. They did a really good job. Yeah, I, I, pleased, I, that was impressive. I, and it's like seeing what Jeff... Uh, Duray? No, what's Kena. his name? In Tron. <laughs> oh, uh, the dude, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. De-aged for Tron. Yeah. And then it's Clue. It's Clue, it kind of works because he's like a digital character. Yeah. But like he's like, we're always on the same team. I was like, oh, you're scary... Animated face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Henry Cavill's no mustache Justice League face. This is very distracting. Yes. By the way, uh, you were talking about movies that you would uh, would or wouldn't rewatch again. Would you rewatch Justice League? I'm planning on it. Okay, I just want. I just because I've only seen it in the theater, but I like. I'm, uh, I owe it to myself to probably dislike it even more and yeah. be even more frustrated. I have it on Voodoo. I have it on. I have it. Okay. <laughs> I have it on. Let's just say I have. I it. have it. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so, Will, what were some other things that you did like? And we, I will certainly give you an opportunity to talk about things you liked the least. <laughs> but I like to start from this. What what I did like. Did like first, and so you talked about how you liked uh, Scott's friends. Can I say something I didn't like? Sure. Yes. I wish that when Janet. I don't know. Is your name Will? <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. It you will don't be. Like things. 
I didn't like that when Janet came out of the quantum zone, she didn't look at Hope and go... The quantum zone? Like the yeah. phantom zone? Yeah, the quantum zone. And look at Janet and go, or Hope, and go, you're wearing that to my exit party? <laughs> <laughs> so she turned into Mr. Blackwell. She's, she's, in there. she's the true wasp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sort of decorum. <laughs> Uh, so other she things. She talks like Catherine Hepburn all of a sudden. That would be fascinating. You were supposed to wear she a just dress. sits down to tea with Walton Goggins, you, and you just didn't decide to do any of it. So I don't know what to do with you. Um, <laughs> what are some of the things I did like? I liked. Um, I'm trying to like walk through the plot in my mind and the story in my mind. So I like the guys, the friends, the Baba Yaga mm-hmm. thing. I like that he called out the plot and the bad writing because he. I mean, they must have known that it was bad writing and used him to call it out, but it made me feel like, oh, cool, it's funny. I don't know. So that's a hate-like thing at the same time. Um, that was about it. And cut. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's kind of it. I I'm, like Paul I, Rudd. I'm a, I really like Paul Rudd. I'm typically, you know, at this point. In my I like life, the giant I, ant playing the drums. At the, yeah. the very end of the movie. Yeah. I hated that that was the end credit scene. I thought there was another thing. Mm-hmm. After was like, the ant playing the drums? People misquote things in their reviews. They're like, the end credit scene of Ant-Man explained. But they meant the mid-credit scene. Yes, scenes. that's yeah. not the right yeah. way to yeah. say it. Because so the end waiting. credit scene is, does not the explanation. And I was like, the oh. The ant is playing the drums. Yeah, because I was like, so they disappeared. I was like, oh, that doesn't need any fucking explaining whatsoever. Yeah. If you saw Infinity War. Um, so I'm like waiting. I'm like, so what does it need explaining? And then it was the ant playing the drums. I was like, oh, why did I fucking wait for this? <laughs> well, he had headphones on. Which, you know, you didn't know that. Yeah. For sure. It would have been better if the very end credit scene was that Michael Pena had not disappeared, that he was looking at his bills and trying to call the people that had just called him for services, but they had all disappeared. Uh, wait, like, Michael Pena disappeared? I, we don't see it, don't, but I'm oh, saying, okay. like, you see that he's still there and right. he's like, but we all just, people we just had this! Yeah. We just had this! <laughs> that, see, that's you would have been the better writer for that. So I tend to Let's generally... take a giant ant. Let's pick another giant ant scene. Hey, uh, have you ever seen that movie, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? <laughs> sure. Let's do that again. Let's do that, except we won't shrink them. We'll just have the ants big. Well, that's a Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. I just read that Peyton but Reed there was no tried to get that. Rick Moranis in the first Ant-Man. And he oh, that's great. Oh, that would have been, but he doesn't yeah. act anymore like Rick Moranis. I know. Like He doesn't really do anything. Do, do he does voices, right? No. He's done. Uh, I don't think he does anything. No, really? Wow. Yeah, I think he's got all that sweet Ghostbusters money. Yeah. In theory. <laughs> Fucking uh, key master. Key master. Yeah. <laughs> so what I, I tend to, you know, be a sucker for, you know, parental storylines now. I'm very soft in my old age. But I did like Scott with Cassie. I think that I like their dynamic together. You know, it's oh, not yeah. too precocious, although it borders on it. I'm not going to say it doesn't get close to it. I just sort of like sort of the back and forth, you know, and uh, I think it it really grounds him in a way that none of the other Marvel characters do, you know, because yeah. none of them are parents unless I'm forgetting somebody. But That's uh, true. Yeah. yeah, you know, hmm. I mean, eh, you know, Tony Stank's probably got some, you know, floating around, but, uh, you know, not, he's not actively involved in their lives. Right. So. Um, but I don't know. I think that I like that for him, and it is obviously I don't know. It's just not a connection that any of the other ones have. Any of the other Marvel heroes have. I, I can't think of anybody actually that's a parent. Oh so. wait. Hmm. And you'll be surprised to hear this. Do you have to remind me because I kind of forget it, but I remember enjoying it. 
I don't, I don't remember hating the Stan Lee cameo. Oh, mm. it was the car, and he. Yeah. Oh, and he was like, he, no, that he's standing yeah. by a car. I and laughed. he's like, I did a lot of drugs in the '60s, and uh, uh, now the car. He's like, the now. '60s were fun, but yeah. now I'm paying it. for it. I laughed. It was a good one. That was a good one. I, I like that hate one. That. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't hate that one. No. Plus he's gonna die like tomorrow. So, <gasps> on, so get him in there, dude. Why would you say Steve that? Did, when a Steve Ditko passes, a Stanley is it far behind. I mean. I remember when Steve Ditko left the Marvel office. I didn't realize I was reading a write-up on him in the New York Times how much he loved Ayn Rand, and Ayn oh, Rand's really? philosophies I like really were all about the shit that he well, invented. The interesting thing about Stanley and Steve Ditko is that uh, one, they hated each other. Most people hate Stanley, as yeah. it turns out. Mm-hmm. But basically, he's him. the one that people all are like, "You're the best," but everybody else who did anything was like, "He's a fuckface." Yeah, no, him yeah. and him and Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko and Jack Kirby. You know, nobody hates Stanley more yeah, than they them. Did the fucking brunt of the work, right? Uh, but here's here's what I'll say is that Steve Ditko, it got to a point in The Amazing Spider-Man that he would just draw the stories and then Stan would add the words to it, which is the opposite of the way that That's it's typically strange. done. That's very strange. Yeah. Well, he just sort of like, you know, would draw out the story and it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not really a words guy, which it's sort of like the Jim Lee school of, yeah, I draw this uh, stuff that's not that Jim cool. Lee. I like Jim uh, Lee. Jim Lee's great. Most people are like, I love Jim Lee. It's like, you don't really actually yeah. you no like I, I know i don't by the way yeah He's, because it's like oh yeah i drew uh psylocke is asian now go figure that out how captain britain's sister is asian his that's, last that's two for you. like big important things were batman hush and then that superman for tomorrow but even that story was convoluted and after that it was like we're done we really don't care about jim lee but for so steve dicko did that and if you read the end of his run it's uh, not the high point in Spider-Man. Yeah. When Stan and John Romita Sr. Yes. start doing the book, it's like it breathes new life into it. Totally. So he's I, responsible for creating a lot of amazing characters. Yeah. But it was a good time for him to move on, in all honesty. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, And, you know, I mean, also... He you created need some, so many great characters that became DC characters. What, the green, the green Goblin? The Question. Oh, the question that mm. they yeah, that that one in particular, and he created a terrible character for Marvel in the '90s called Speedball, who was one of the new warriors. This literally was my least favorite comic like, character. Oh, the kids these days are doing drugs. Yeah, mm. in theory. I'd like to see Stan Lee win the '85 Super Bowl with the Bears. What? Dicka. Oh, um, Dicka. All right, I'm not Dicka. Wow. I I wish I had gotten that because then I could because then would have been like I the like, air got sucked out of this room so <laughs> fast. I would have been like, ah, oh, Will, like, Will, sports, don't worry about it. But I was what? like, I don't get it. Ditka versus Ditko. All right, just go ahead and cut that out of this. <laughs> it was terrible. You, you know I will never do that. Yeah, no, it's in there forever now. No. Yeah. Um, but so all right, Will. Dude, back to the movie. What are the things that you disliked the most? Um, as in liked the least. There's a few ways to look at that. Just like the most. The plot was wafer thin and pretty stupid. The bad guy was really dumb. Who are you considering the bad guy? Goggins or uh, Ghost. Ghost? Okay. I just wanted to make sure that, because that's who I consider to be the main, because yeah. that's the superpowered she adversary. was so overacted. It was insanely uncomfortable. Um, she There was nothing, there was no th- Really, there was no theme. That's what I liked about the first movie. It's like, yeah, it's about the daughter and the whole thing. Like, that's a character in this one, and they do that, but everything's going to be okay. It was just not a good movie. It was really just not a... Now, it's an entertaining movie, and I get it. People are like, fuck! 
fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I get it. You know that I like some more movies. You like, you know that I don't like others. It, it just, it's just not, it's not good. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, <laughs> Deadpool already did Ferris Bueller. So like this whole movie is just a Ferris Bueller ripoff. Because he's not supposed to get out. Yeah. Oh, I see. By the way, Deadpool barely did uh, Ferris Bueller. He just did the end credit scene from mm. Ferris Bueller. But your point that this is basically like, I got to get back home before the principal gets <laughs> that's, it. That's all we needed was Ant-Man running past Randall Park with that song like, the whole like <laughs> getting, little Huey Lewis Brown. in the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting Janet from the quantum realm should have been something that actually mattered. There were never any stakes. You knew everything was going to be fine, and it was. And there were some laughs along the way, but about some an good hour, laughs. About an hour in, I checked my phone and I was like, "Oh fuck, I got another hour of this shit." Wow. There's just nothing. How do we not ever address that event in that movie? Infinity War was happening, right? If that, they were concurrently, that fucking mid-credit sequence is like, "Where are you guys?" I'm like. Oh, you didn't know that the fucking giant space right. monster man was killing How? everyone on the planet for the past six days? And I honestly wondered this after that. I was like, so let me get this straight. And yeah. I do believe that this this is plausible in my mind. That after ten years of crazy fucking shit over and over and over again, no, since the, like the whole no, Iron Man yeah, and everything exactly. thing, the world has gotten so desensitized to this shit that... San Francisco doesn't care that there are giant O-rings showing up in New York or right. or Wakanda. Yeah. So that's well, why you didn't hear about place it. in the country to live. I agree, but I'm just so like, I have to keep working. There's a so liberal can... social elite in San Francisco. Yeah. They don't care. They're like, but does that affect Silicon Valley? Yeah. And it clearly What didn't. is the price of our French press coffee? I mean, I think the fact that it is an isolated also like the body of the movie What's the timeline for when that is? How long before Infinity War did that sure. happen? Is it is it like Could two months? Right. So no, and I'm I'm not saying I know, but that's well, something that they probably could have told us, but maybe they just didn't care. How to. long does Infinity War take? Like, how long is the duration of about forty what minutes in- too long? What? <laughs> no, but I'm I'm wondering like. It, every, all the events of Infinity War could potentially have happened over like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. I think it's a little bit longer than that, but you're well, right. Yeah, it, but like a couple of days. So I guess it, it is way. reasonable let's, to think. Let's, let's round up to a week. You yeah, know what I mean? That's the most. So you yeah. take a week for that, and then they built a new quantum generator. That probably took about a week. So the, all the fucking writing and the fact that he made those jokes and was like, what are we talking? Like the weird fucking science words that it sounded like a television movie. Where they just say big words as part of the plan, and you're like, "Oh, it's science stuff." That's and I was just like this is horrible writing. The dialogue is so bad, and no one believes a fucking ounce of what they're saying. And also, I am a little frustrated with now. I don't talk about the movies that I like that everybody else hates because that's a fight I don't need to handle. I'm tired of people telling me that fucking base level, average ass Marvel movies are fucking incredible. And I'm an idiot and an asshole for thinking otherwise. Like, please stop giving me the most boring, average fucking movies that you can. And then when I'm like, no, guys, this is actually not very good. Everyone's like, you're a fucking idiot. We're going to remake episode eight because he fucked it up because nobody knows better than we know. I'm like, I'm, you know what? So I made this statement to myself, and I'm going to do my best to stay true to it. I'm going to say it here on the Black Hats because it's important you know this. I need to see Captain Marvel because i got to see how that ties in. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch Avengers 4 because I gotta see how it all ties up. And I will watch Spider Man movies because I like Spider Man. 
after this, I fucking can't do it anymore. So you wouldn't see Black Panther 2? Mm. Or Adam Warlock? I don't even know who well, that I, I can, is. I can see not seeing that. You'd have to... Black Panther 2. Black okay. Panther 2. I, I just two. I feel pretty strongly... I will see Black Panther 2. And I will watch the, the Netflix, the television shows. All of them. Because I want to know if Iron Fist is going to be less shitty. I need to finish Luke Cage season two. Where did you I'm get to close. Luke Cage, by the way? Episode nine. Oh, you fucking one more episode. One more episode. That would have been him. Bet. I know he shows one bet, that. One bet. Yeah. Because I the... already saw a headline that yeah. fucking spoiled. Like, yo, they fixed Iron Fist in one episode, and I was like, uh, oh, sweet. Well, he's he's the coolest well, he's ever been. I would say that that episode for me regenerated my or rejuvenated my interest in that season of Luke Cage because it was kind of get, like getting dull for me around mm-hmm. episode nine. I know people say. It's way better than season one, and I'm it, like, I it, don't it, dude, know. it's because of the next four episodes. Oh, okay. So like ten through thirteen, there I think go. it gets a lot better. Yeah, I, it, and also I just, as I've said before, for Luke Cage, I liked the cottonmouth portion of season one. Yeah, and it, you know, like, I felt like it was a little a bit lot more. A of people phoned didn't in. like the Diamondback stuff. Yeah, I really liked the Diamondback stuff because I, it really steered into the black exploitation stuff. So yeah, it felt I didn't super actively 60s. dislike it, but I didn't like it anywhere near as much, and I just felt like cottonmouth was gone way too soon. I know, you know? Marshall, he's so fucking. Yeah, so I don't like Alfrey Woodard as much this season. She's not doing as good a job as I think she can. Anyway, that's a whole I, I other agree. Yeah, uh, but and I fucking hate Theo Rossi. I liked I him a lot. Like him in I, season I, one. I did like him in season don't, one. Don't, don't love him in season doing two. A good, as a performer, he's doing a bad job. He's been doing a bad job for two seasons. I'm like, you could he's, have cast this. Re- hasn't been given some that many great things to do. No, in, but he's also just bad at all of it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't. I'd say this season of Luke Cage, his, uh, Shades reminded me more of his character from Sons of Anarchy towards yeah. the end, who okay. and he just became fucking useless, like a terrible character At that I Sons? never wanted to see ever again. Well, yeah. poor guy was I, in prison I, getting I thought, butt ripped the whole time. No, it was I don't I don't even know when it was. So spoilers for Sons of Anarchy. Uh, yeah. It's whoa, after whoa. whoa, it's after he like rats out. Um, Ron Perlman's character and then he's kind of on the run and he becomes a yeah. drug addict again and he's just like you just want to slap him the whole time he's good in the first handful of seasons, he's but. he's good in the sense that like because he's acting and I want to slap him across the face like right. that's cool but at the same time I'm like look I understand that this is probably well done in the sense I'm having a visceral reaction but I'm also having a very visceral reaction because oh, can we please stop watching this like pussy cry on the floor right. like that I am done for so long uh, so anyway well, no, let me just, uh, one more thought on, on Luke Cage. Yeah. I think that there are some standalone, like, great scenes. Like, yeah. there's a great uh, Mariah and Tilda scene. It's just the two of them. It's really mm. well acted. There, there is a scene with Shades and Comanche when they're camped out in the barbershop just waiting. Oh, yeah, I like that That's scene. a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. So there's good scenes in right. the season. There are uh, some, there's some, I, I really like Bushmaster. I think he's, yeah. he's a cool I love villain. Him. I love his backstory. Yeah. And, and that I, actor is so fucking good. Yeah. He's not, I, I looked him up, I was like. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah. I was like, god damn. Yeah, but okay, that. I mean, do you know any, like, Brooklynites? There's so many Islanders in New York City that like you can easily grow up and hear like different island accents. That's true. Every day. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you always hear from the, a couple of sources that you, my Scottish you always, accent is fucking fantastic. You always hear the so. the Staten Island accent when you're in New York, so that's just another island. <laughs> just saying. Well, the, you know? So like uh, Boston has one of like the second highest Dominican population in the country for some weird reason, but. I mean, not I don't know. They just like it there, so 
you I've met a bunch of Dominican people from when I was living there, so you hear a Dominican accent right. versus like uh, uh, my hometown. There was a lot of Brazilians, so yeah. those are even different languages, but they also encompass different accents. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I mean, <laughs> was uh, it, I don't know. It's uh, it's what I wanted from another Ant Man movie. I just mm-hmm. wanted it to be fun. I wanted to be able to laugh, and that's the same approach that I had for Deadpool. I didn't need any more from either of these two movies. I think Infinity War is on a different level. Uh, you know, look, this is definitely not my favorite Marvel movie. It's not my favorite Ant-Man movie. Ant-Man you know? was my, like, in my top, like, three. Talking first Ant-Man 1 is in your top three, right up well, there with... When it came out. Top five, I should say, when it came out. Because I right loved... Right up there with Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. And First Avenger. Because it was and so I loved fresh. Ant-Man, yeah. And they didn't fucking talk about anybody else. It's kind of like Deadpool 2, where it was like, I, I didn't have dislike it as much, or I didn't dislike it necessarily like you did, but it just wasn't as good as the first one. Right. It wasn't as original and as fresh. And it's it's like seeing a movie with a twist for the second time where it's like, oh, it is, it's got its merits because now I'm getting to pick up on more things I maybe missed the first time, but I know what's coming and it kind of fucks the big yeah. reveal. Yeah. I yeah. think that what you need is you need basically... Deadpool three and no, you, you need don't. no no and you need Ant Man three to be like Thor three. You just need like, Taika Waititi to direct well, yeah. every. You need you need you need Thor three or you need sinking ships or you need Die Hard with a Vengeance. Star Wars I, nine directed by Taika Waititi. I think you just solved it. <laughs> but Boy, just, you, you got the force. Oh, no, that's, well, I don't wow, know what that the was, fuck that was. You got the force. Oh, you got the force. That's how we took yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you good, they first. I love that. That's that's a good sign. I'm so uh, glad I didn't do my Jamaican accent earlier. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you got the first. Dog. Hear me now. Yeah, hear me gotta, now, Jaja. Jaja Banks. We couldn't get all the fans around here. Rasklat, Jaja. You don't wanna don't get bothered. We're we're starting. Yeah, to, I got it. I got to yeah. stop. Yeah, it's the alcohol. It's yeah, it's, exactly. alcohol. it's all the it's all the, also, it's all the Bushmaster uh, rum that yeah. you've been drinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I think that, uh, I don't know. I just look at these stories kind of like I did, I, I did at comic books, you know, they're, they, they just need to be good enough. Well, I think if yeah. you do something on the scale of infinity war and you kind of miss the mark on that, that's a problem. But like your guardians two and your Ant-Man two, I, I'm not expecting quite as much from those. And yeah. they're definitely a drop-off in both of those instances. I would say the drop-off for Guardians 2 is steeper than the drop-off for Ant-Man yeah. 2, or Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, by the way, we haven't talked at all about Evangeline Lilly, who I thought was out of show business. And I thought she was good. I liked <laughs> thought she was lost? Peter Jackson guy. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's quick. what. That's why I didn't. It's funny because my wife and I had this so she'd conversation. She'd already been in the Hobbit movie, but, but I didn't see those Hobbit movies, so I thought she was gone. Good. Yeah, of course, the Hobbit. I saw the first one. <laughs> I did see the first one, and I we saw. Are I in saw agreement we talked about that. this that for the first Hobbit movie that uh, Bilbo and and Gollum are playing word games for like yeah. a half an hour in the movie, yeah. and I'm like, that was so good. I was like, that's all I needed from any of these movies, so we don't need to watch the other ones, right? Because I remembered that from the animated movie. I didn't. 
it was so long and nothing happened. Yeah. That I. That's what she said. Didn't need anything. <laughs> um, it was so long and nothing happened. I I like sort of their dynamic together, you know, and I like I, I yeah you know it, it. She sort of inexplicably mastered her suit with no. She was, no, she trained Scott in the first one, no, so yeah, she's already been. She'd already been doing she it. Trained him in the first one, but she'd never been in the suit. Sure, she? but she'd also had two years where Scott was under house arrest and That's they true. weren't talking. So I needed. I wanted to see some. Yeah, I would have liked to have, have seen some of that, but uh, a little training montage. Also, never believed that they actually loved each other. I felt a more brother sister vibe from them. So when they got together in the end, I was like, no. Oh no, I definitely. Uh, I, I, I look. I I don't think love is the word that uh, that is appropriate for this, but uh, you know, it's. Uh, I think uh, in the Bible they call it knocking boots. I think that's actually well. The, a bunch uh, of people fucked their sister in the Bible. That's how the world started. Wow. I don't, I don't Isn't that what Game of Thrones is about? Mm-hmm. went there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I don't know. I but I'm interested to hear what other people think. Uh, I know and I that. don't. I don't. I'm always now. I'm always self conscious about the fact that everybody's so fucking cranky about their opinions. My dislike of something. It's so funny. If other people like don't like things that I like, I don't go after them because I don't fucking care. But I don't want anyone thinking like. Like I need to like get in a fight and argue with Will because he doesn't like this. I'm like, just let me not like it. And yeah, I'm not gonna I mean, go after you it for liking it. It doesn't change my. I like the Last Jedi. There's hundreds of thousands of people who obviously I, I believe it. I believe there's a petition and they're of trying people to raise that raise money to remake which, it. Which, I'm like fandom why? today is so toxic I, and strange. I'm on the record about not loving that movie. The idea that you would uh, that you even think you could get someone to remake it. No. I don't think the people also, that are organizing that even think that. Have any of them ever tried to write a screenplay? Make a movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these are not ca- like so for Ant-Man and the Wasp, I'm not like, well fuck this movie. Let me do a better. Let me do my version. Yeah, I got my I got my Ant-Man and Yellow Jacket. I'm That's like, my movie. Oh, it's entertaining, I guess, a little bit, but I didn't really like it. And you know what I'm gonna do? Just forget about it. But I'm not gonna like Bruh. No, but when you see Avengers 4, you're gonna have to remember, like, oh yeah, that's right, that's where that's where Scott is. He's I mean, I'll remember that. I don't it's like you remember that ten the, months away. You remember that the ant was playing the drums. That's right. I remember that. I'll, I'll be like part. Let's see the giant ant. <laughs> Where's the big ant with the drums? Where's he? Um, but uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think these are all movies that we're we're gonna get more of. I think we're gonna of see more. This Ant-Man. is why I need to retire. My my viewing besides Spider Man and Black Panther. Yeah, I was gonna say and, and, and Marvel Man. Netflix. Marvel Netflix. That's different. No, but that's different. That's those I aren't need movies. Them to be in the movie for two seconds. But Validate the things that I like more. You know that there are gonna be new characters, so uh, you're gonna see Captain Marvel, and there's definitely a chance that you could be like, oh, I, I like her. You know, I mean, Brie Larson's a great actress. It's true. I so, might see Captain Marvel too, but I, all the characters that I really love, are going away, S- which is actually only one. Steve Rogers, Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. So he, and. And then someone else as Captain America, are you just not interested in that? Like, I don't mean a different actor, because it wouldn't be a different actor playing Steve Rogers. But in their machine, that doesn't work. It's got to be a Bucky cap. You know what I mean? Like, you don't. It would be, yeah, Bucky or Falcon or some variation. You can't be like, oh, it's so and so. I just don't think that they would do that. Maybe they would, but I don't think so. No, I I don't think it's necessary. I don't think he's such a draw that they're like, oh, fuck, we're going to lose a billion dollars because there's no Captain America. Right. It's like... They're fine. It's like how whatever happens with the merger with Fox and Disney, there will always be Wolverine in movies. Like, he won't be in Dark Phoenix. Right. He will, like, whatever the next time is you see X-Men in a movie... 
Wolverine will, will be in the movie. I will eat my words. If they need a new Wolverine, yeah, I will buy. I will sell out and be in a Marvel movie. You would be a great Wolverine. You would be a great Wolverine Thanks. because um, Thanks, wouldn't you? But you'd probably. I don't know. You'd have to eat like all the supplements and everything. Like I have Jackson. to take a lot of steroids. But it'd be worth it, right? But I need to grow more. I need a little bit more facial hair. That's true. You just put on the, the fake stuff. That's true. That's true. I'd say bub. He didn't say bub enough. I need a lot of bub in there. Very little bub in yeah. the in the movie. So yeah. I agree. Pal. <laughs> what, about, what about listen, Mister? <laughs> mister. Hey, Mister Bub. Uh, yeah. Anyway. What did you think? What did they think about my not liking it? Are they tired of me? Well, let me ask you. So you're you're done with Marvel, but you're cool with DC. So you'll watch like any DC movie that I'm came out. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm so like a for Flash Woman. standalone movie starring Louis C.K. You'd see that? No, starring no. Louis C.K. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, that's what he does backstage at yeah. the comedy Come store. Here. Yeah. It's called the, the Flash. But uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I will I, see those movies. I mean, no, but they have so they have so. Few of them, I, I think and I'm if a they, bigger DC fan, I want to see them. But if there were a lot of them and you started to feel burned by them, yeah. it's like the TV shows. It's the shows. I was and like, you I would just be like, just yeah. because. Because you know, there's no reason to expect that the Aquaman movie is... You know, look, we know what Jason Momoa's Ant-Man's like. I say Ant-Man. Aquaman's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a tiny, I'm a tiny guy. Yeah. <laughs> Please, can yeah. we get that switch up? <laughs> <laughs> just trade. Just, and Paul Rudd's going to be Aquaman. Aquaman. He's like, what am I doing? No, He's but like, you know what you're going to get. Fish? So, like, you have an expectation of that movie. And... Uh, you know, look. Listen, Wonder I'll see a thousand Wonder Woman movies, so long as Gabriel. Even though around. it's inexplicably in 1984, which I don't think anybody wanted that. Yeah, what, like what's up with that? And, it, and Trevor, what's his face? Because the 80s are popular. Are they that popular? Glow. Um, I did like Glow. Glow, did you see Glow season, season two? two was great. It yeah. was really good. Yeah. It's because DC's trying to find a way to not do what they don't know how to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I w- and I will admit, of course, that whole fucking structure is so fucked. And I'm like, I don't understand why somebody can't figure this out. I could do it. I feel like I've done it in my head. I'm making Star Wars Episode Eight with the <laughs> DC Universe. I'm like, I will fucking do this for you for so little money. It's not hard. But it's like, they, are, they don't know what they're doing, and they're so terrified. But all they keep doing is dumping money into things that I'm like, come on, you guys, fucking Jesus, get it together. It's not that hard. But they keep doing it. So they're like, well, let's put it in 84 so it's technically not tied to anything and then if we want to make another one we could do it in the 90s yeah which Captain Marvel's going to cover Justice that ground League. so yeah, then like, you have to be worried about the 90s so they just you know what they need to do is just start making good movies and now Margot Robbie's like I want an R-rated Birds of Prey Batgirl's not going to be in it but Barbara Gordon will be in it but great then so it's not a fucking Birds of Prey movie <laughs> If it's not black, uh, if it's not Batgirl, Black Canary, Huntress, any version of that, if there's no Batgirl in it, it is not a fucking Birds of Prey movie. It's a Harley Quinn movie, and own up to it and call it that. I know that Captain America: First Avenger was in World War II, but I just because world because Wonder Woman was World War One, I, I just wanted the next Wonder Woman to be World War II. That's all I wanted. I just expected that, yeah, well, and we, I didn't get it. It it is interesting. Well, wait, she was World War One for the. That's yeah. the first one's World that's War One. Weird. Yeah. I totally thought that was World War Two. I mean, they all blend together. The big wars, the Great yeah. War, and yeah. the uh, Greater War. I mean, it makes war. sense that it was the Great War. It just really seemed like. I mean, it also makes sense that it's the Germans well, were the, war, essentially yeah. the villains of, of both. But it, they just seemed very Nazi esque in well, Wonder Woman. So that's that's my own preconceived notions about Germans. 
The Germans. We the are Germans. Are you like afraid Nazis. of the Germans? We're not all like Nazis. Sometimes some of us really like uh, to do other things. Like so Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yeah, we love Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> it's a, such it, a tiny little piece. He's, you know, the alternate title for that movie was Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> so your overall point is that comparing it to the that. DC movies, there just aren't enough of them. There aren't three a year. And right, exactly. And it's point. like, listen, Aquaman could come out and I could love it, or I could be like, I'm oh, fucking shit. You know? Well, it'll be I disappointing don't really because. Care for Justice League, and right. that's saying something. You yeah, know? Like, I, don't, I, don't have blo- I don't like Suicide Squad. You know? Like, uh, right. I watched it a second time and I was like, oh, there's no rewatchability here. I will yeah. never watch this again. But please, there will be suicide. Jared Leto's Joker and say nothing about it. Hey, Vato, I'm going to turn into a fire demon. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, funny enough, Diablo was like one of my more favorite characters in that. Well, that scene is probably he, like the he more was the only character who had like an arc. Yeah. And then sacrificed himself. And I was like, cool, we, he did something. But he was also Cheech Marin, who turned into a giant fire uh, Aztec. I, I believe you're forgetting that he was Watto from Sorry, Phantom Menace. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, well, we're almost out of time. We get kicked out of the studio it's before a long too long. Episode. There's one more thing that uh, news that was today when we recorded this that reports that. Billy Dee Williams will be in Star Wars Episode Nine. Yes, very excited about that. Look, it was great to see Don Glover in Solo, but uh, to get Billy Dee, uh, I'm I'm just excited for the idea of Star Wars Episode Nine because there's a lot that they need to tie up. Even if I had like loved the movie, that's like it leaves me in a place where like yeah, yeah, but what about and how? Where's the you know, what what you know? So there's too many. So it's like I'm looking forward to that having outside. But I just need me some Billy Dee. Do you know how Kathleen Kennedy caught the D? No, I did not. But I know I'm excited about that, and uh, I Billy D is not somebody you see a lot. And how old is he now? He's old. That's yeah. a good question. He was be a very. He I was mean, in he did uh, the voice and oh, no, Rebels. He did. He, he did a voice on, on Rebels. It's true, but mm. voice acting that's a little different. Anyway, that was my final thought. I just wanted to mention that I'm excited about Hollywood Billy Reporter D. misspelled the Roman numeral in their headline today. Instead of IX, what it was they... XI. And I was oh like, my god, Star Wars Episode Eleven. Yeah, I was like, ooh, no, it's too far. They, they f- fixed it, but it was like it popped up in my Google search, and I was like, it's definitely not Episode yeah, Eleven. Don't don't yeah. use Roman numerals if you if you don't understand how they yeah. work. <laughs> Which, if there's anything that you learn from this installment of the Blackcast, don't use Roman numerals. So, let's see on alternate title. I need an I think IV. That should say... This is Blackcast. C C You understand Roman numerals? X X V I. Yes. You, you understand C, how this C works. is a hundred. Don't you need three X's? What did I say? You said two X's. Uh then I, I was not counting correctly in my head. Uh, L is fifty. C C L is is two hundred and fifty. And then you add X, which is sixty, add another one which is seventy. And then you add another X, and that brings you to 280. And then this is VI. So VI. And on that note, make sure that you follow the podcast on Twitter. The Romans were so stupid. Yeah. I mean, look. All that time on Earth, and that's what they they, fucking gave us? They would throw up so that they could eat again. So, you know, obviously they're a teenager. That's why it took Caesar so long to get help, because he was trying to dial IX, IX. I, I. <laughs> Might be my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> but you can follow you the Blackcast salad, though, on so. Twitter at Blackcast, B L A D T C A S T. 
And you can, of course, like The Blackcast on Facebook. Blackcast.com is your links to, I don't know, a bunch of crap, but usually the newest episodes. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T.com. Hey, Me? now that I'm back on the market. Yes, I didn't know we were going to announce oh, that to Blackcast uh, we'll, Nation. We'll say it briefly because there's something that we said last yes. summer that never happened. And I'm willing to I'm willing to do this. Wait, again. you mean the summer of gay? <laughs> no, you're talking gay. about our our, our Instagram. Our I will Instagram give you the Instagram on your phone. Be nothing but pictures when we of finish hot recording. Girls. Yeah, I'm gonna give that to you, and you just post hot girls whenever, Sweet. and Dope. you'll be in charge of the Blackcast Instagram. Okay, <laughs> uh, and that's at Blackcast on Instagram as well, and I'm at Christian DMZ. And as I alluded to earlier in the episode, on Sundays at 10 p.m., I am one of the hosts on Marvel TV Weekly. And uh, you can find that at After Buzz TV if you don't want to watch it live Sundays at 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern. I get that. So you can uh, find it on uh, iTunes and YouTube and all those kind of good places. Jeff, where do people find you? You can find me at Jeff DeRay on the socials. But why would you? <laughs> because there's a lot of golds that you, uh, a lot of gold nuggets that you share with you got people. a lot of followers. Yeah. And William Sterling. At Peyton Reed. No, if you true. want to tweet your frustration with me, Please you can tweet me at, <laughs> at Will Sterling at underscore. Will Sterling underscore. Uh, yeah, that's where I am. And of course, Dennis Miller Option. Oh, that's right. Tuesdays and Thursdays from Podcast One. We had a really fun uh, conversation with Dennis and Clint Howard, who is basically my neighbor. So I drove him to Podcast One and then drove him back. And really? He was in studio. Yeah. Because he lives like. Because he was outside being like. Can I get a ride? Yeah. As uh, some some nice insights to uh, solo a Star Wars story, talking a little bit about Star Trek. There's a lot of good stuff in that episode. Nice. If you're listening to this, you probably do listen to the the Dennis Miller option. But I, there are plenty of people who don't. Before we end, I think this is an important thing to say. Yes. Because I thought about this today. Sometimes I appreciate even just one thing from a movie that I don't particularly care for, and it can be the score. I was re-listening to the score from Solo today, and I was like, I really like this score. John Powell does a great job. He knows what to do with his percussion section. It's really, so that is worth revisiting, is the score to Solo. The Ant-Man and the Wasp score is not good. So I was frustrated that I didn't at least have this one. Right, so you could have at least looked at that. Yeah. Well, uh, we can talk about scores in the future. (laughs) We'll settle that score later. Settle that score. (laughs) And uh, on our next Blackcast, I'll be joined by our friends uh, Gene Beretta, a.k.a. Gene and Philly, and Jason Blair. We are going to talk about the Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? And uh, that will be next time on the Blackcast. (laughs) 